The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and I... Appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to tune in today. I want to talk about teaching your child to live in a world of adversity or a time of adversity. You know, uh, this show is being recorded right at the what I believe might be the height of what is going on with the coronavirus. Let's hope it's the height and that it gets better because these are certainly challenging times. I don't know about you, but... Um, You know, everything has gone upside down in a very short period of time. And uh, I, I myself, because of my age, have been through things like this where the stock market just goes up and down and up and down and people are losing thousands of dollars every day. And, uh, you know, now all the schools are out uh, because of coronaviruses. All the restaurants are closed uh, you know, uh, people are kind of doing runs on the uh, grocery store. I was at the grocery store here, and uh, it was a crazy, crazy time. Uh, you you wait in these very long lines, and uh, there were no there was no bread and uh, absolutely no meat. There were four small packages of meat uh, left. I took all four of them, and uh, they had me put two of them back. Apparently, there's a limitation on how much meat you can buy. And um, a friend of mine went to the store and tried to buy two loaves of bread, and they made him put one back. So it is an unusual time because the the coronavirus, and and uh, we have had you know experts on and uh, uh, about coronavirus, and we're very very grateful for it. What I believe is that that it's important to talk to your child about how to live in a world of adversity. Because when I got to thinking about it, most teenagers, well, all teenagers today, were born after 2000 or 2002. And uh, they have never seen this kind of adversity. They have never known this kind of uh, situation where they simply couldn't go to school and mom and dad may be being laid off and there's a shortage maybe of money for the future and maybe a shortage of food. They have never known that kind of situation. I'm old enough. I remember uh, a time when we could only buy gas on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays and you had to had to share all of that. I remember when um, you know we went into the Kuwait War and uh, people were storing rations of all kinds because we didn't know about what there might be chemical warfare. So if you think about your life, mom and dad, you have seen some of this kind of crisis before, but your children have not. And I believe that that's an important point to think about. I thought about that myself because Million Kids is facing the same crisis that all of you are. 
For those of you who don't follow this show, this show is brought to you by a nonprofit organization called Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids. Uh, We normally combat human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography. We've been in business for 12 years. We've been solid as we could be. We're a gold star, guide star corporation. And uh, But if you think about our business, up until last Thursday, a week ago today, I made my last presentation. It was over at uh, LAX by the, by the airport. Wonderful group of ladies there, a worldwide missionary society, and we sold lots of books. And uh, the ladies were just very generous in giving us a speaker fee and like that. All of the me and kids' income comes from speaker fees and from presentations and from selling books and, uh, and donations by people like yourself. And then suddenly, and, and the truth was, I was almost double booked. I was uh, booked every single moment that I could possibly physically make a presentation. I was booked up until June 1st. Suddenly, by the time I got home on Thursday night and all day Friday, as it began to come out that this might go on until August, and uh, and in fact that uh, uh, everything was going to be closed down, suddenly every one of my presentations over the next four weeks canceled. So there will be no income for four weeks. There will be no uh, speaker fees. There will be no book sales. Uh, unless we can do something on the internet, and you know, donations are trickled down to a, a small dull roar because people are panicked, they're afraid, and I get all that. And the reason I share that with you is not necessarily to pull at your heartstrings, although if it does, I trust me, I'd take it. But uh, what I want to share with you is how to share that with children, because. They have never seen this kind of thing. And I, you know, I I admit that I went through a day where I literally just felt upside down. Uh, I thought, what do I do? How do I weather this? Uh, What if this lasts for months and months and months? Uh, You know, children are, are being even more violated in this situation. In fact, one of the things I will share with you as stress goes up, Kids play more on those video games and on those internet games, and they are more vulnerable, and they're willing to take chances to try to get money. Uh, they're willing to take chances to turn to someone. They post things on the internet that says, Dad's laid off, or I'm really worried, and like that. So, uh, And the other thing that happens is pedophiles ramp up. The more stress they're under, the more compulsive they get. So I sat down last Monday, and I thought, what do I do, and then how can we be a leader to other people? And I think that the first key in teaching your child to stand against adversity is to talk about gratitude. Sit down and make a list of all the good things in your life, and get your child to do that with you. The reason that you do that is it's calming. It takes away the panic. It gives you a sense of control, and it also gives you a sense of gratitude. 
So the first thing I would do with your child is sit down and let's make a list of all the things. You know, we still have grandma. Uh, You know, it looks like you might be getting some unemployment. We still have food in the freezer. We own a car that's nicer than most people's cars all around the world. We have a job that we will probably be able to go back to. You know, we have each other. Uh, So far, no one in our family has coronavirus. And just start making that list and going over that list and, and make the list together, all of you as a family. The point of that is it gives you a point of entry as a family to take on adversity together. You will bond. You will feel like a team taking on the bad guy. And that is an important and relevant thing to do. It will empower your children. Play a game on who can come up with the most gratitude and the most items on your list. And and sit down. And if you're a praying person, when it's done, sit down and thank God that you have these things. That is the first thing that you can do. It will give you a sense of control. Now, where we're going to go from here is that you teach your child to develop a strategy, a strategy for good and a strategy for worst case and best case. Once you understand all the assets and all the things going for you, the next thing we'll talk about is how to help others at this time, number one. And number two, how do you create a sense of control within your family so that you have a path, a positive way to begin to take this on? And it's important that your children learn to do this. This will not be their last uh, difficult time in life. You see, we all think that we should live our lives in a straight line and everything should go straight up and that it shouldn't be without its hardship. But that is not how life is. Life will always be a series of ups and downs. And quite frankly, as you get older, your ups and downs will increase because your health will be more vulnerable as you're hearing with coronavirus. And, you know, life will just get a lot more challenging. It is the way it works. So we need to equip our kids, our kids who have had very little adversity in their life. Let's show this, use this time in a positive way to teach them to mature through and become leaders in a time like this. My name is Opal Singleton. We're talking about how to lead your child, teach your child to live in a world of adversity. So stay with us. We're up against that break, and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works 
and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O P A L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about how to teach your child to live in a world of adversity. So the number one thing for all of us, adults and kids, sit down and it's important that you make your own list and that they make a list and that you compare the list. This is because they will not have the skill sets to be grateful for so much. They haven't, you don't have a history of sharing with your child, let's make a list of all that we're grateful for. But play the game and see who can come up with the most things and then be grateful for them. 
The next thing then is to teach your child that adversity is going to happen. It is a real part of life. And I think that that's something, you know, I I used to kid about this a lot when uh, I was working and doing things uh, and really traveling overseas a lot. I used to kid, I don't want to be this adult. You know, I never really, I never really wanted to be an adult. And I think that's true of most of us. Okay. Uh, And that's true of your child, as long as they can get you to take care of them, send money and give them new clothes and give them everything they want. Why should any one of us want to grow up? But we have to. That is a requirement of life if you're going to survive. And your role as mom and dad is not only to teach your child to survive, but to thrive. You know, somehow with all the materialism in the world, we we have a tendency to think that our role as a parent is to give our child everything we didn't have. That isn't parenting. The way that you become a well-rounded, mature, disciplined adult is that you learn to achieve and get things on your own. So that becomes even a little bit more challenging as we're in a time of adversity. So what we do there is to sit down and start to get a strategy, first of all, for control, for protection, for ourselves, to know that we have some path that we want to choose. Now, certainly God has a plan for each and every one of us, but it is up to us to begin to identify what's important to us, and how to prepare for that in time of of adversity. It's always interesting. I think there's a little survival instinct in each and every one of us. You see that because those survival shows uh, are very, very popular, and and, uh, putting away food for an earthquake is very, not only smart, but popular. But Think about what that really is all about. It's a strategy for maintaining control. By the way, this will apply to adults even in times of of craziness in your life. If maybe your marriage is in trouble or there's a layoff or this kind of thing. But since this is a universal kind of adversity going on right now, I wanted to talk about it from this standpoint. So, Look at it for a strategy of control. What is your best case and your worst case? The first thing that you do as you're starting to talk about your worst case is you identify what are your fears. You see, when you're you're behaving out of fear, you're a bit irrational. Uh, we've seen, we've all done it. Um, I heard recently of a student who was afraid to go take of a final because Uh, They didn't want to get the virus. Well, I get that, but still, that is operating out of fear. And so you have to say to yourself, what can I do of what, what my fear is? How much of that fear is very real? How can I prepare myself so I can overcome whatever the obstacle is? You know, part of it has to do with accepting change. None of us want to accept change. Right now, we're having to accept a lot of change. You know, the way one of the things I taught myself early on to deal with change, because I'm not a person who likes change, by the way, <laughs> and I never really quite got over that hurdle. But I, I heard a line that where you just kind of sit there and wave your hands back and forth and go, change is easy for me. Change is easy for me. And you give yourself permission to change. 
I say that because one of the fears is you won't have enough food. Everybody's at the grocery store. They're comping up all the food and you're not getting yours. You won't have your toilet paper. I was making jokes the other day. All these people ordering toilet paper from Amazon.com. They're going to be hijacking those uh, prime trucks pretty soon for toilet paper. But change. Tell yourself change is easy for me. Then I'm flexible. I think of a one big giant Gumby. Those of you that are old enough to remember what a Gumby is. Anyway, uh, you know, kind of release your emotions. Uh, do a little exercise. And that is one of the things that you can do to take away anxiety. Exercise and teach your child. Uh, go for a walk. Uh, maybe go play some soccer, soccer where you probably can't do that because that's more than 10 people together. But you can exercise. You can do things. You can throw basketballs and baseballs and, and do things that will release the stress in your body so that you can think more clearly. That'll help you begin to get a strategy for control because it comes down to the fact that when you can control nothing else in your life, you can control yourself. So that that uh, is a way to begin to teach your child to release the stress and then identify those fears. What is it you're really afraid of? Are you afraid that dad's never going to get employed again, that there's never going to be any money Are you afraid you might have to sell your house? Are you afraid that mom and dad, if they're not getting along? By the way, domestic violence goes straight through the roof when you get in an environment like this is today where people are isolated at home and, uh, um, you know, maybe they weren't getting along in the first place and there was already stress on the family financially. And like that, you start to see domestic violence get crazy as people who are impulsive and compulsive start to go through the roof and uh, and act out in crazy ways. So take a look at best case, worst case, and then under the worst case, identify your fears and begin to address those fears. So what if that does happen? Are we going to be okay? Are we going to be able to find a way around it? Can we sell some things? Can we uh, just hunker down and save? And you began to identify that strategy that gives you a sense of control. And you say, okay, the worst case really hasn't happened. And these are my fears. The best case probably hasn't happened either, but I'm still okay. I'm in the middle somewhere, and in the bottom line is that when all else fails, I have control of myself. I can decide what I'm going to eat. I can decide if I'm going to exercise. I'm going to decide to get a little extra sleep and take care of myself. I'm going to go through all that excess stuff I have in my closet and actually use it up, you know, those extra cosmetics that you've been putting back, and those extra vitamins start to take them. And use this time for a time of self-improvement. What it will tell you is that you have some level of control in your life. What drives this adversity is this fear that you will have no control. That the stock market will absolutely plunge, that there will be no food, uh, that, you know, it'll be like the Black Plague and like that. None of those things seem to be real. From everything I can tell, the the government's doing everything they can to uh, uh, build up the go- the uh, the coffers, uh, get money back out, to recognize that this is going to have a major financial impact. 
there will be uh, damage done to our society through this event. But it will be an event that if we all begin to teach our children the value of our lives and where we're at and how to approach it in a way that you have a strong strategy that you can take care of yourself and that you can not only survive, that you can thrive. Use it for a time that you improve yourself, that you uh, set goals and that you can achieve. Maybe lose a little weight and and uh, put the focus on, you know, the whole world may be swirling around me, but I'm okay. And as a family, we're okay. And as a teenager, they are okay. And that this is an important lesson for them to learn that life won't always be good. In fact, I often say to myself, you know, this may be the best day of my life and I'm going to cherish it because it's a day that teaches me to be grateful for what I have and the fact that I have my family around me and that I have friends and that I am healthy. And with that, then you begin to set about looking about how can you help others Because once you have that best case, worst case strategy, and you once recognize all the good that you have in your life, then one of the things that you can do is you start to realize that your life really is a lot better than most people. And even if you're not wealthy, you're more wealthy than others out there. Think what it's like to be homeless in this environment. You know, where everybody's hoarding absolutely everything and they're not feeling terribly generous. Think about, you know, the older people that are more vulnerable because they are older. Think about the people who have cancer that can't go to the grocery store right now because their immune system is too weak. And let's start to come up with a plan to help them. This is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so stay with us and we will be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe safe from predators. 
Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about teaching your child to live in a world of adversity. I just think that this is an important subject because kids will be the most vulnerable in this era. The reason for that is this is the generation that has learned to communicate online with people they don't know. And what we find is that they express their deepest fears and uh, concerns a lot of times on the Internet with people they don't know. I've seen many cases of sextortion where it started because the girls started saying things like, I hate my mom, or my mom and dad are fighting again, or um, they're going away for the weekend, or I'm, I, uh, I'm staying home sick, or um, you know, my dad's got laid off. Pedophiles, first of all, when you get in a time of adversity, Crime goes up, domestic violence goes up, pedophilia goes up because of the fact that these people operate from compulsions. They're obsessive compulsive about their particular fetish. And so what you will see is they themselves will escalate. And so the danger here of ignoring this with your child is that your child will start to go online and express their fears. It's important when you talk with your kids that as you're examining best case and worst case that you talk about what are what do they fear and don't laugh at it. I mean fears are not good or bad. They are a natural part of our psyche to protect ourselves. Uh, the same as a deer in the woods would uh, fear hearing particular sounds. They think it might be a bear or a mountain lion. We have those same kind of instincts. We are wired to have fear. It's those things that teach us danger. So the fear itself is not a problem. But we need to be able to, uh, as we mature, to identify the fear and work through it and overcome the fear so that it does not 
control us. And so that's important to do because if your child is expressing their fears online, they are going to be much more vulnerable to a pedophile, to a predator. They will start to say, in fact, Already we have been seeing for a long time on Snapchat, Snapcash, now you can monetize a selfie. We had a case right over here in um, our area where a girl uh, thought she would just make some extra money selling nudes on uh, Snapcash. And she met this guy and he's, he kind of convinced her she could be an amateur pornographer and she thought she had a hot body and she did it. And uh, But the minute he got those nudes, he began to blackmail her. So any money that she got uh, began to go back out. Ultimately, another guy pretending uh, that he could get the photo back uh, lured her into meeting up you know, to arrange a fee to get the first photograph back, and she ended up being raped. Of course, they were always the same guy, but they were operating under different names. My point is that some of these kids may try to solve the financial problem because they know how to do that on the Internet, and they think that they're going to be able to be helpful. So you need to be able to talk even about those things. But in that strategy for control and overcoming your fears, I think the next thing that is important in that conversation with your child is that with every crisis in the world comes truth and untruth. In other words, um, crises now are all made and controlled by media. Some media is better than other media. And what you will see is a lot of misinformation out there. If you have an older teenager, uh, maybe 15, 16 years old, it might be kind of an interesting project now that they're home with you to uh, take a couple of hours and watch uh, different news broadcasts about the virus and write down what they say, write down the implications of what they say. Uh, do CNN, Fox, MSNBC, ABC, and then, um, you know, write down what was said on there and then begin to talk about, well, this one's saying this and this one's saying that. Uh, This one seems more extreme than that one. This one seems like it's really making it like it could be absolutely worse. You know, what are their uh, experts? Who are their experts? What are the credentials of the experts? Where are they getting their information? What is, uh, you know, how much are they reporting of it is just about melodrama and emotion and how much of it is uh, reporting real activity of what's taking place to stop the epidemic? I tell you this because with every major world event, this kind of propaganda has happened. One side wants to do one thing and one side wants to do the other. And in the day of social media, this is where children get their truth. And I think it's important. It would be a great time for you to sit down and have a discussion about how do you evaluate what is being said out there and how much of it is real. And who are they basing that on? Are they are they giving legitimate experts? Are they giving you a research study? Are they giving you um, actual facts of a case that took place? And in fact, is it being positioned one way or the other? Uh, this is especially true because this epidemic is coming at the time of a national election. 
and that election is caught up in this. And you, if you have a 16, 17, 18-year-old uh, teenager, talk about the impact of world events when you have a global crisis. This is going to be important because those folks, it's not going to be very long till they're adults. And they're going to be living in this world where they see this one way or the other. This is not the last crisis your children will will face in the world. With the world comes good times and bad times. And we have to be able to weather them out and not be able to be reacting. So that is the purpose of creating a strategy for best case and worst case. What are my fears? What is the truth? What is the reality? What what if this happens and what if that happens? How do we craft a family strategy where we take care of each other and we look out for each other and we're not out there vulnerable? I think that that is a very important thing. Then what I'd say is start to look around at others. It's very important today, especially for teenagers, you know, uh, it isn't just older people that are getting that. It's now starting to come out that a lot of middle-aged people are getting it. And uh, and one of the things that you do is you start to say to yourself, how can I make this so it's okay for others? Can I um, do something special right now in my life since I have a little extra time? Could I uh, bake some cupcakes and uh, put them in brown paper bags and uh and, uh, you know, certainly wash your hands and, and like that before you do it, but give them to some of those people that are sleeping out there on the streets uh, so they have something special. Offer to go to the store or bring in food for uh, people who are elderly. They they really should not be out there in those lines uh, in the grocery stores. So, you know, while you're there, can I get you something uh, special while you're there? Or bake up a lasagna and take it down to them so that they have some food put away. You see, that generation is a generation that remembers when there were really hard times, when there was a, uh, things like a shortage of food. And when there was actual gas rationing and food rationing. So their fear level is going to be even higher. If you have it, if you're healthy and you have the time, set and share with them. Listen listen to them. They, Some of them would be willing to tell you when they remember when things were very, very short and unemployment was extremely high and mortgage interest rates were 18%. I remember those days. And so let them share their fears. You see, what happens a lot of times in these kinds of cases is we all get into isolation. And especially if we're all staying home. And older people, when they get into isolation, they need to be able to talk to people. They need to be able to just ramble on and hear, have somebody go, uh-huh, uh-huh, really, is that so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because they need to be able to get all of those fears out of what's going on inside them and, and verbalize them. Even if they don't make a lot of sense, we all want to be heard. And so that is one of the ways that you can teach your child in overcoming adversity is that once you understand your gratitude and all that you have and that you have a family strategy for control, then the next thing you can do is start to find simple ways that you can help other people overcome their fears 
and and what is happening in their case. And that is really, really important for older people. I have a couple of friends that live far away from me, and so I can't go see them every day. But I talk with them almost every day because they live alone and they need somebody to listen. And uh, it's amazing how different that is when somebody listens to your fears and say, well, maybe, maybe not, you know, don't put them down, just go make make humor with it and say, yeah, that's that's kind of how it is, grandma, you know, and let them know that they are okay. I think all of these things are lessons that are important for our teenagers to learn. Our teenagers so much live in their own world of social media and everybody delivering all the good stuff to them. This is a time for us to teach them the responsibility of using a time of adversity to take care of others. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against a break, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. 
This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about teaching your child how to overcome adversity. One of the other things that I would share with you in doing that is to sit down and identify what is real and what is the reality of the situation. When we come to a situation like uh, coronavirus, it is spreading very, very rapidly. So what we're dealing with here is the potential for a natural, excuse me, a national disaster, not a natural disaster, a national disaster. And that potential is very, very real. And it is very difficult for all of us to um, comprehend because I look outside and it's absolutely beautiful. It's spring. We ought to be celebrating. And you say to yourself, is this possibly real? The reason why I suggest to you, mom and dad, that you spend time with your child talking about truth is that you do need one of the ways for all of us to under, uh, overcome our fears and understand the reality of where we're at is where are we really? I live in Southern California. How many cases are here And how many people have died and what is the reality? Now, looking at worst case, we can see that the potential for this could be very, very strong. That is why everyone is taking extreme measures. But that is a lot better than if we were all saying, no, this isn't really happening and this too will pass. Now, are the measures consistent with the the possibilities? I don't know. Uh, You don't know. Nobody can really tell you. However, what I can tell you is that we can take a look at the reality of it and say, okay, this is serious. We have to use good judgment, but we are not interested in panicking. The panic does not help. The, The mass runs on the grocery stores is not an intelligent way to go. And so the, the real thing that I'm sharing with you here is to sit down with your child and even if they begin by saying, well, it's all kind of crazy, help them work through their real feelings. Uh, you know, begin to say, well, if that happens, that could be really, really bad, but has it happened? 
is it happening? How many how many cases do we currently have? And and like that, so that they can understand that there is a rational approach to it and that it's an approach coming from a family member and there's comfort in being part of something bigger than yourself and that includes families. So I believe this time of adversity is a time to prepare your child for maturity. I also believe that it's a great time to prepare your child and help your child be closer to you all as a family, that it's us against them kind of thing, and that you are going to stand by them and help them through it. And I also think that it's an important time so that they're not operating from fear and turning to the social media for all of their um you know, conversation and uh, melodrama and extremism and like that. So I do believe that even though this is a more difficult time for all of us, we as older people have been through a lot worse. And it's, it's really important that we prepare our kids to develop a sense of maturity where they can not only survive, but they can thrive in adversity. This is very, very important. In the meantime, I want to just uh, share with you about me and kids as we are coming into this situation. We're okay at this point. I've done everything that I've said right here on this show. It is uh, an interesting time because we do live on the donations of people who are generous and right now everybody is protecting uh, self and I get that and we live of course on our speaker fees and our sale of our books but I do ask that you would pray not only for me and kids but all nonprofits out there Rafa International is one of them that that uh, operates safe houses overseas and and uh, Stephanie and I were talking yesterday that everything is at a screeching halt Nothing is going on in the nonprofit world, and uh, that we have to find creative ways to survive, that we have to come up with our own long-term and short-term strategies about how to address this, and that we have to find other sources of income or cut, cut way back. It is that simple. And, uh, and so it is a challenging time for all of us. So when you get into your gratitude list and you start looking for ways to help others, I would encourage you to pray for me and kids. Help us find our way through it. Hopefully this is a two or three week event. Uh, and we're all back in the action, you know, and, and like that. They're talking about not even reopening the schools. Well, I find that hard to believe. But, um, you know, in, in some ways, it will have a long-term effect on our society. You're seeing a lot more live streaming than we used to, and it's time for me and kids start to learn to do live streaming more than we are. Uh, you know, change brings on good things as well as bad things. And so it's going to challenge all of us to get more creative. Uh, our kids are not going to be any less violated during this time. In fact, some of them are going to be more violated, and we know that. And so our work is very, very important to be able to find ways to continue on to educate, to get our message out there. We just may not be able to do it in person like like we're talking about normal. But, you know, change can be very, very good. And so I am praying that God will open my eyes to what should be done, how to... Uh, how to address this issue on a long term? How can we change to meet the 
the uh, demands of the of the crimes that are going on out there and be able to do it without income and be able to reach a large portion of people. That's uh, that's very important. We're also at this time using this time to work on our documentary and the scripting and the stuff that goes on because this too will pass. It won't be long till we're all back and I'm all booked up and I don't have time to write a script and like that for my documentary. So while this is a very challenging time, it is also and should be a time of personal growth for you, mom and dad, for me and kids and for your kids. And I believe that that we can find that. You know, God never meant for us to go straight up and only have all the wonderful things in our lives. You don't mature that way. I always say the every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you gain character. And our kids need to learn that lesson. I believe in a big way that this is how we find out who they are. This isn't some television show about survival. This is literally understanding what is taking place in society, overcoming our fears, determining the truth, developing a strategy to take it on, and then using that strength of character to go out and help others. My name is Hopeful Singleton. This is Million Kids uh, bringing this to you. If you have it in your heart, please go to millionkids.org and donate. We will all get through this together, and we will be better people when it's over. Thank you for joining us. I hope it's helpful, and I'll see you next Thursday at 7 a.m. California time. Have a great week, folks. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. 
In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america the voice america live events channel is here now to showcase your corporate individual or organization's live event visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more whether it's a multi-day conference special speaker or single day event we've got everything to make your event a success we can do a few hours or a few days for more information about taking your event to the next level call jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you 